0: Hey guys, welcome to episode eight of Tesla Side Chats. It has been a while since I've made an episode. I'm sorry about that, but let's get right into it. Since the last episode, a lot has happened with Tesla. So uh, let's get the elephant in the room out of the way. Tesla reported another financial loss in quarter two. Uh, This comes as a surprise to a lot of Tesla bulls because Tesla had record deliveries, since pretty much its history, but then they reported a loss. Now, interestingly enough, um, it's not necessarily a bad thing, mainly because they generated positive cash flow. Now, I can go over this in another episode, um, because I think going over finances is going to be interesting. I kind of wanted to uh, treat this episode as like a a recap of, of other things that went on since that since the q2 financials mainly because the sentiment and the tide is now uh very much 50 50 for tesla right now so for for a lot of people we're seeing more model 3s on the road which is great like i said in episode one with every model three that hits the road um it's just generating more orders because you get to drive the car people talk about it you know their aunt and uncle they bring it to a family barbecue whatever it may be it ultimately um, satiate the need for demand and and create excess demand and out, outstripping supply so that's really not going to be too much of an issue uh, the first, second thing is, the numbers really are not as bad as people think they are. So if you look into the P&L, the, the main line that I think people should pay attention to is the cost of services and other, uh, simply because it shows you what actually led to the loss, the financial loss on the income statement. Um, again, I'm gonna postpone that for another episode since I am a finance nut. Uh, that is actually my profession by, by trade. Um, So the other topic I wanted to go over was, like Tesla, put out this, in my opinion, absolutely insane video with the title, What It's Like to Work for Elon Musk. Um, I mean, and in short, I think it was such an absurd interview with a really non-credible source. I'm not sure if any of you have watched it. Um, I was particularly annoyed by it because they took this employee um, it's not personable not personal I wish him well but they took this employee who was basically with the company for about a year or two he worked in the energy division um, and he just describes the frenetic culture and pace of Tesla uh, based on what I've seen Um, I actually have a lot of friends at Tesla some uh, in in really high levels of management, a couple actually not even like one reporting line away from Elon, and I think that this video lambasting Tesla was just absolutely wrong, and just super biased. Um, you know, yes, Tesla's not perfect; there certainly are faults, but they interviewed this employee that was part of the recent round of layoffs, and obviously he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, and you talk to the guy and. I mean you listen to the, the the guy talk and you see where his background slash work ethic is it, it's not put it this way I don't think it was unmerited that he's gone and quite frankly for myself as a investor of Tesla I'm happy he's gone so aside from taking a person who's in solar they took a, a guy who's in sales who describes the um, The ability for him to go help deliveries and stuff Uh, like he went to another state he went to work with other teams and then he talks about being in a meeting and then the next moment uh, the the team that was working on my Tesla insurance got laid off so or said you have a finite date essentially before you have to find another job now on my corporate background quite frankly this is normal it's normal pace of business in fact uh, the last company I was at, they rounded up 40 to 50 people in a conference room at 9 o'clock in the morning and told them to leave their stuff, uh, you're basically not going to have your jobs. So it's not a matter of, you know, this is not unique to Tesla. It happens all the time. There are jobs that are offshore all the time. And this guy goes on talking about how it's inhumane, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, you focused on sales and solar and you're complaining that they brought you to another state, paid for your T&E just to help deliver cars. Like, literally, you're nothing. Like, I'm so sorry to say this, you're nothing. Um, you have no idea what it, it is working like with Elon Musk. I, I have friends who have talked. Yes, it's a fast-paced culture. Yes, they ask you to do things on the fly. Yes, they tell you to be scrappy. But why would you not be? right why would you not be you do what you need to do and quite frankly when you work at tesla and and you do a good job like yeah you're you're rewarded for it straight up that's what i've seen the only caveat like any other company is you can have sure you're going to have a couple bad managers and it's going to take some time to shake shake them out but at the end of the day that's the case with any single company with any job um then he also goes into the fact that how he delivered cars that were missing parts, or like there was tape on it, further corroborating the CNBC story by Laura Kolodny and Lynette Lopez. Yes, I'm calling them out. Uh, The two arguably worst journalists, uh, if I can even, glorified bloggers, if I can even call them that. Like he's basically saying, yeah, there was electrical tape. Yeah, there were trim parts missing. Like this guy, clearly doesn't understand how Tesla works even I understand how Tesla works when and this is not unique to Tesla keep in mind if you've been involved in the auto industry or if you know a thing about cars uh, what happens is once cars are delivered out to transporter and this is not a blanket statement I'm just saying in, in, there are cases where this happens there's gonna be blemishes there's going to be uh, pain imperfections due to due to the wrapping or uh, like rust Well rust dust or or iron dust from like train transporting there's gonna be certain things missing uh, when the cars get delivered due to transport damage or whatever it may be right like this is something that is not unique to Tesla he talks about nuts and bolts being missing trim being missing or whatever may be. what happens is once the cars land into the local distribution center it's far better to get That specific part retrofitted at service at the localized place to ensure that there's less imperfections during delivery am I saying that they're all the deliveries of Tesla are perfect no I'm definitely not saying that but I'm talking about the core pieces of the car being uh, the drivetrain the motors and all that stuff like everything's gonna be intact it's just a matter of uh, whatever blemishes they may find that to his credit it's going to really depend on how good the local service center is and we know that service centers at tesla are a little bit overwhelmed that's an understatement very overwhelmed um and really the way that the organization functions is up to local management so that's pretty much where things kind of um need improvement and i think that they are getting there it's going to take a little bit of lag time for things to trickle down in the organization even though as quick as tesla is um but that's that's basically where it is so i think that was that was just a really genuinely terrible terrible interview um that's my opinion feel free to go watch it i think that it for for a channel such as like tesla where basically that company made you like literally without the existence of tesla you would not be there i think this is doing an incredible disservice to the company um and Quite frankly, I don't think they were equipped to uh, really challenge the guy and what he was saying. Um, so anyway, that's my little rant. Sorry about that. The the next thing that, that came up is really uh, this whole safety issue conundrum or like uh, NHTSA pushing back on Tesla saying that their statements were incorrect, um, hyperbole saying the Model 3 is the safest car ever tested. Uh, At the end of the day, all of these are, it's objective data. You can straight up go onto NHTSA's website, look at the ratings, and you will see that the Model 3 is in fact top scores around the board. So in terms of marketing messaging or a blog post typing, there's really nothing to talk about their cease and desist letter was really just to change certain words um, I would I would imagine it's due to make the blog post last with the passage of time because Tesla did use word safest car ever tested which is true at that specific point in time but we don't know if that's going to be true in 10 15 years or whatever it may be but we're dealing with now so at the end of the day like I say on all of my podcast episodes think for yourselves look at the data but the issue with Tesla specifically is if I were a prospective buyer who wasn't really in the know or doesn't care enough to read I'm gonna read that headline I'm gonna look at that YouTube feed that says uh, you know Tesla's a problem or like the finish like the the paint finish isn't thick enough due to that that blog post about um, like a finished importer looking at paint imperfections on the Model 3. At the end of the day, every single car, everything in man- mass manufacturing, nothing is going to be perfect. Nothing is going to be perfect. It's a matter of how things are handled after that, and more importantly, the logic as to why. So. I just want, like, uh, this episode again is just a roundup. Um, I have a, a couple more topics to talk about. I'm going to do a deep dive into financials in, in another episode. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how to articulate that a little bit better on an audio podcast. Uh, I also want to talk about so like, the, the actual product improvements that I think are going to be coming down the line, in, in, in my personal opinion, um, after formulating some of my thoughts. But anyway, this was a weekly, weekly roundup. Uh, I wanted to talk about. Q2 loss, um, the like Tesla video, the safety claims or unclaims that NHTSA wants to make. And more importantly, um, the other thing I wanted to bring up and I really want to talk about in another episode is Shanghai Gigafactory 3. If you haven't seen this thing, uh, take a look at Tesla's Instagram, take a look at the Jane Shanghai videos on Twitter. Um, This is going to be crazy really going to be crazy and i think wall street and also tesla bulls ourselves we have not been appreciating this um, as much as we should all right guys so i'll see you on the next one thanks